Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello everyone, Charles Watts here. Welcome back to Inside Arsenal. It is Saturday, which of course means... It is match day. Arsenal versus Newcastle. 8pm tonight. That big, big game at the Emirates. I shall be heading there. Looking forward to it. I'll be in the press box tonight. Not in my seats. I'll be doing live uh, coverage on my social media as usual when I'm in the press box. Also doing my player ratings and stuff for goals. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Thought I'd pop on today. We'll have a little bit of a preview show. Look at who could be starting. I'll do my predicted 11. You guys have been getting in touch saying who you think Mikel should use. What your starting 11 could be got some fresh quotes from Arteta on Gabriel Jesus and his knee injury. We'll look at who's been training. Um, Jurgen Klopp said some interesting stuff about the celebration police, which I wanted to talk about because I thought that was a really interesting stuff. Good stuff from Klopp as well. Uh, so plenty to get stuck into as we head towards tonight's game. We'll start with Gabriel Jesus, shall we? A player who we haven't seen for a while because of that knee injury. His last appearance coming in the 2-1 win against Nottingham Forest when he scored and got an assist and got man of the match. Uh, which is certainly a quick reminder of just how good a player he is and how important he is to Arsenal. But we haven't seen him for a few weeks now because of this knee injury that just isn't going away. Of course, went under the knife in the summer, had an operation to try and fix the problem. Feels like that hasn't worked because it's continuing to plague him and it's the same knee that he injured while away at the World Cup with Brazil when this all started. Um, and we knew before the Nottingham Forest game, he was struggling with it a little bit. Mikel Arteta admitted that. He played anyway, but he hasn't been seen since. And Mikel was talking about it in the sort of embargo section of his press conference. So the quotes went out at 10.30pm last night. He said, we couldn't resolve it as quickly as we wanted. And he had a small reaction in training again. We didn't want to take any more risks because he's been out quite a while. And he's a player that we need at his best. And so we decided to give him a few more days. Hopefully... That is all it is. Hopefully, it's just a few more days. And I can understand Arsenal's sort of thinking behind it. And it does 
make sense. If there is any sort of issue with Jesus, which clearly there is, that if you think he doesn't need another operation, which in my mind, and this is just a pure hunch, thinking about it, you think surely this is he might have to go under and have another op operation because it kind of feels like the one he had in the summer hasn't really worked. It hasn't fixed the problem. Um, and I wonder if that's something that might be revisited again in the summer. Uh, but there's what there's 13 league games to go now, and however many there is, are left in the Champions League, we'll have to wait and see, of course, what Arsenal will do against Porto in the second leg that is coming up in three weeks' time. But there's 13 games to go now. If you can just think right, let's just make sure he can get through these 13 games. And so if it is taking an extra few days before rushing him back, then so be it. I think Thomas Party falls in the same boat. You know, these players, these two players especially, have missed so much football this season, but they're so important to how Arsenal play and such big, big players who have been there, done it, got the experience at top level, you know, Thomas Partey in the Champions League with Atletico Madrid, Gabriel Jesus with Manchester City time and time again in the title running. So you want them there. And if that means not playing them right now to make sure that they, you can get them playing in the stretch and they their bodies work enough to get through the stretch, then so be it. Um, and so when I see this quote from Arteta about Jesus, it makes me think of Thomas Partey as well. He's been training for a while. They decided not to play him, not to take him over in midweek for the Champions League. And it just feels very, very similar. It's like, we don't want to take any risks with him. We want to make sure when he does bring him back, when we do bring him back, he is ready to go. And more importantly, we think or we are confident that he will stay fit and won't suffer any more setbacks between now and the end of the season. Because that's what it's all about now. It's what it, the only thing it's about. It's about getting through to the end of the season. Mikel spoke about it yesterday with um, Thomas Party, didn't he? He said, we need to nail the timing of it because you just don't want to get anything wrong when you make the decision to throw him back in you want to make sure you do everything you can to get through to the end of the season no risk just get him through and here is Thomas Partey if you watch on YouTube you can see him training again yesterday with the rest of the squad he was out in the gym he's on the grass will we see him later on today we'll have to wait and see it wouldn't surprise me I mean he's not going to start but it might be the game that we see him back on the bench which would be a great boost for Arsenal and then you can ease him back in over the next couple of weeks and then hopefully fingers crossed he is absolutely ready to go for uh for the title running which will just be a huge boost for Arsenal. Uh Bukai Saka they're in training again the players sort of got put through their routines they stayed in Portugal after the game on Wednesday night flew back on Thursday sometimes you come straight back after the game uh fly overnight Arsenal decided not to do that Arteta decided not to do that he wanted to stay abroad he tends to do that he quite likes doing that um, so they stayed abroad in Portugal, had a sort of easy morning over there, flew back and they had a session yesterday at Colney, kind of a light session in the gym and then out on the pitch for a bit. Um, and yeah, we'll wait and see. Hopefully everyone is OK who played in that game. It's going to be interesting. It's a big balance in that for Mikel Arteta now uh, in terms of who plays today, what he does, who's who he thinks is fit enough. Is there anyone he thinks is fatigued? That's what they're all going to be talking about. Um today with a coaching staff and it is some big decisions. I'll go over my predicted 11 in a little bit. Mikel's been talking about the game and about the team and about where Arsenal are right now as we head towards the, the run in this game last year. I think this is number 24 of the season. Is it? No, no, it's 26, isn't it? No, 26. Oh, I don't know. 25, 26, whatever it is. This is the same week, game week as Bournemouth last year, the famous Reese Nelson winner. Um, just a remarkable day, an amazing moment. Um, and that's the sort of stage of the season we are at now. And Mikel was asked, you know, from where Arsenal were at that stage last season, how do you compare? You know, how are you shaping up? Obviously, you were top last season. You were about five points clear at the stage of last season. This time, you're on the shoulder of the of the leading, of the front runner, which is, of course, Liverpool. 
And um, so he said, you know, are you, are you satisfied where, with where you are? And he said, well, I think we are in a really good position and we are where we want to be. I don't know if we can be better. As I said before, I think the most important thing is we continue to believe to perform at the level that we're doing and we have the squad available. And if that, we have those two things, we're going to give it a real go. Interesting again there, he notes in that sentence, we have the squad available. He knows how important it is. He knows how vital it is to have Thomas Partey, Tommy Asu, Gabriel Jesus, Zinchenko fit and ready for this run-in. They've got to be if Arsenal are going to push Manchester City and Liverpool and overtake Manchester City and Liverpool because um, you need your big players fit. I know Arsenal, this squad they've got at the moment is doing really well in the league, you know, got some really good results, but you just had to have a look at the bench in the last couple of league games to see how stretched they are and how light they are. That can't continue. You've got to get the key players back. It is absolutely crucial. Um, it was asked how different it feels now as we head towards the running compared to last season. He said, I feel a lot of excitement, especially internally, because we're right in the mix and we want to continue to be there, especially uh, because we're in the Champions League and have a fantastic game to play at the Emirates. It means the second leg, obviously. Externally, probably it's different because the expectations are focused much more on the other two teams. And that's it. I thought that was an interesting line as well, saying the expectation externally. So for everyone else around the country outside Arsenal, the focus is on Liverpool, Manchester City. I wonder if that's a little sort of attempt to ease in the pressure a little bit from his players. You know, you're not the ones in the spotlight now. Everyone's expected Man City or Liverpool to win this league. No one's really expected Arsenal to win this league. So whereas last season you had all the pressure of being the front runners and everyone's starting to think Arsenal are going to do this. They've got the big lead. They're going to win it. Um, this season, it's very, very different. They don't have that pressure on them. Um, and yeah, I thought that was quite an interesting little line from Mikel. And Martin Odegaard has been speaking ahead of tonight's game as well. These are taken from his programme notes. Arsenal put them out last night, sort of advanced sort of um, uh, copy of his programme notes that are going out today. I thought it was an interesting one talking about the game um, tonight and the atmosphere that he wanted. Um, I won't read it all because it's quite long, but if you're watching on YouTube, you can see it all. Uh, but he's talking about the night games and how important the confidence is and um, and he did mention there, he said, of course, the defeat at St. James's Park earlier this season can be used as extra motivation. But most importantly, we want to keep playing our football, keep creating chances, scoring goals, and at the same time, carry on how we've been defending in our recent league games. It's a good moment to do that again here at home tonight. Personally, I love these night games. The atmosphere always feels more intense and special. Let's see if we can create a feeling and noise inside the stadium like we did in the last game here against Liverpool. That was an amazing game, just a beautiful day because of the result and the atmosphere. I think it's maybe the best atmosphere I've witnessed in my life. When you're playing games like that at home in front of your own supporters and get an important win to, it's such an amazing feeling. We all enjoyed it so much. It was a beautiful day. Um, yeah, I thought I just thought that was really interesting when he's talking about maybe the best atmosphere he's ever seen in his life, that game against Liverpool. It was unbelievable that day at the Emirates. The atmosphere was incredible. The noise when the second and third goal went in and that just can be that extra little thing that a team needs to get them over the line. I think Arsenal are going to need that tonight. We've seen Mikel Arteta talk about it yesterday and call for the energy to really build up inside the stadium tonight. Odegaard here talking about it as well. I think they realise they're going to be tired tonight. The players are going to be tired. They've had a really demanding week. They've had European travel. Newcastle have had seven days to prepare for this with no, you know, no travel, no midweek game. They're going to be fresh and Arsenal aren't. They are going to need every bit of help they can get. And I think the atmosphere is going to be important. And it doesn't surprise me to see Arteta, Odegaard, really calling on the fans to make a difference tonight. I think the fans are going to be vital. I do think it's going to be a cracking atmosphere. We've spoken about the um, the kind of rivalry that's built up between these two teams. And there is definitely there is definitely something there now because of recent games over the last couple of seasons. The 0-0 last season at the Emirates and how 
the way Newcastle approached that game and the way they played and how frustrating it was to see. And uh, and then obviously what happened earlier on this season as well with the VAR, with a goal up at Newcastle and the kind of reaction to that as well, what Arteta said, how that was viewed in Newcastle. It's um, the, the Bruno Gramares elbow on Jorginho, all that sort of stuff. I just think it's going to be pretty feisty there tonight at the Emirates. I'm really looking forward to the atmosphere. I think it's going to be crackling. Hopefully, that can be what Arsenal needs to really push them over the line in what is a really, really big game. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. This is the predicted 11 I've gone for then for tonight's game. I think Jorginho is going to come in. I said that in midweek in the Champions League. It didn't happen. I do think he'll come in tonight. I've only gone for one change. It wouldn't surprise me at all if there's more. You know, maybe Smith Rowe could come in. I think, you know, he started against Nottingham Forest. I thought he played well in that game. We haven't seen him start since. He did have the injury, of course, which was frustrating for him. But he's back now. I wonder if there is room to get Georgia, uh, to get Smith Rowe into this. He might not even play Jorginho. You know, he could can, he could play Rice as a six, continue him there and bring in Smith Rowe and play him alongside Odegaard like he did at um uh at Nottingham Forest. But this is what I've gone for. So I've just got, you know, there's no real changes at the back. It's not going to change. There's no you know, Tommy Asu's not back, Zinchenko's not back. So there's very little Arsenal can do there. So it's got I've, I've gone again, Rias, White, Saliba, Gabriel with Kivior. And I've got Jorginho and Rice and Odegaard as a three. Potentially it'll be Jorginho and Rice as a two and Odegaard playing more as a ten. And then I'm sticking with Saka and Martinelli out wide. Of course there is the option of playing Trossard or even um, bringing in Reese Nelson as he did in the FA Cup game against Newcastle uh, against Liverpool earlier on in the year, and I've gone Havertz up front. So Trossard out and Jorginho in is the only change I've gone for there. Like I said, it wouldn't surprise me if we see something um, a little bit different, and there could be another couple of changes. But I, I've just gone for the one. You guys have been getting in touch talking about it. Scott here says, "Hey Charles, yeah, I think we looked leggy midweek. I'm a bit worried about the game." We need a result or a bad run of form could easily start creeping in, but also we need to rotate to get some fresh legs on the pitch. I'd start Smith Rowe and Eddie and give Rice an hour if we can afford to, but I think Eddie starved of game time could really make an impact tomorrow, uh, tonight, of course. He plays his best ball when he comes in out of the cold. I thought he could have come on midweek as well. Clearly nothing was working. No shots on target. Eddie with 20 minutes to go will get at least one chance. If we go the same 11 again and we don't get the result, pressure will start to mount on the squad. Um, then I can't read that name. Sorry, so Oro, I'll go with just as I think it's going to be Jorginho Rice and Odegaard tomorrow. Um, and then uh, Jay Mon George 336 says, Hi, Charles, what's your genuine opinion on Tommy Asu and his awful injury record? As good as he is, we love him. Uh, is it better if we let him go alongside party come the end of the season? I'm not ready to call time on Georgie, on Tommy Asu yet. I think, well, he's going to get a new contract, so they're not going to let him go. You know, that contract's pretty much done. It's just waiting to be um, 
to be announced basically um so he is going to he is going to stay he's not going to go and look i think it's frustrating i know it's frustrating uh with tommy but i just think he's a bit younger than party and i still think he's got i still i i think he warrants a new contract um and yeah i'm as frustrating as it is i'm not quite ready to sort of cut tommy asu adrift yet and think you know what we, we should sell him because he's just not um reliable enough it is annoying i know it's annoying but i think when he's fit he's such a good player such an important player in terms of playing right back left back center back he gives you so many options that i think he's definitely worth sticking around uh bm mcateer i think that's ben isn't it ben uh, says although there's no need to be there are a few nerves about tomorrow because of the porto results so i was tempted to suggest Jorginho to settle that and help dominate the midfield but I think that would be a backward step, especially in a home game where we're in the title race. So I'd have a midfield of Rice, ESR, Odegaard with Saka, Havertz and Trossard up top. I don't think Martinelli needs to be dropped, but it might just freshen things up. Here's hoping for another early goal. No repeat of last year's match at the Emirates. Yeah, hopefully you are right there, Ben. Uh, Mussy Hillbilly says, I'm not so sure the team changes really matter. It's all down to mental strength. Will be a tough game on Saturday as Newcastle will come to frustrate agree with you isaac is a top class center forward yeah he certainly is that's in response to me saying yesterday that i'd have isaac uh, alexander isaac right at the very top of my striker list for arsenal in the summer and rob there says realistically i can't see Mikel making more than one change on saturday probably bringing Jorginho in for trossard yeah i agree i would love to see sr in there but he's obviously doesn't trust him in the big games trusting him to start against forest is one thing against newcastle is quite another hope i'm wrong and the boys can take all these minutes in their legs come on you gunners yeah fingers crossed rob come on you gunners indeed so that's what you guys have been saying ahead of tonight's game quickly before i go just wanted to bring up these quotes that jürgen klopp said in his press conference yesterday he was talking about uh the celebration police he, against luton he came in for some criticism which again just does my head in in midweek i mean they've just come back from one nil down at half time they're in the title race they come back they smash luton 4-1 in the second half score four goals in front of the cop atmosphere at Anfield is absolutely amazing by all accounts and he celebrates by doing his fist pumps to all four sides of the ground what is the problem with that and people having a go at him for that and saying oh he's doing too much it just does my head in it really does it when it's whether it's about Arteta or it's about Klopp or it's about anyone let anyone celebrate how they want it really winds me up and I really like these quotes from uh from Klopp yesterday he said I heard the discussions over Mikel over celebrating the win against us that definitely did not come from me you do what you do for yourself and your people and what your what the outside world thinks about it. I couldn't give a shit, to be honest. And you can write that exactly like that. You can make of my celebrations what you want. I didn't invent fist pumps and I don't have the copyright on it and I don't want it. This is for us and nobody else. Who likes it, likes it. Who doesn't, doesn't like it. I just spot on. It's for that's What he's doing is for Liverpool. It's for generating atmosphere, generating a connection with the fans. Just what Arteta does and... There is no nothing wrong with it whatsoever. And anyone who complains about it, anyone who makes a fuss over it is just an absolute idiot, I'm afraid. And Jürgen is spot on. So I thought they were very, very good quotes from Mr. Klopp. So well done to him ahead of their final today against, well, this weekend against Chelsea at Chelsea in the, at Wembley in the Carabao Cup final. All right, that's it from me, everyone. Thank you very much for watching or listening. Appreciate your time. As always, like I said, I'll be heading to the Emirates later on today. Can't wait for that one. If you're going, be loud. Listen to what Arteta said. Listen to what Odegaard said. Be that extra man. Create that atmosphere. It's going to be really, really important tonight. If you're not going, if you're watching wherever you are around the world, I hope you enjoy the game. I'll be back tomorrow to talk about it and go in depth. If you want to react to what you sort of try and do a player ratings video tonight after the game from the Emirates. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And if you want to be included in tomorrow's show, 
comment on that player ratings video later on today with your opinion on the match, who played well, who didn't play well. I'll pull them together as usual and include them in tomorrow's show. Until then, everyone, have a very good day. I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.